Welcome to the Iowa Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics podcast. The Iowa Academy is an affiliate of the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics. We are a nonprofit organization with over 900 members, including registered dietitians, dietetic technicians, and dietetic students. We promote and enhance our profession through activities, conferences, and more to help improve the lives of Iowa citizens through evidence-based practices. This podcast will highlight upcoming events and how being a part of the Iowa Academy can help you grow as a professional through continuing education, networking, and serving in a leadership role. We offer scholarships, awards, and grants to recognize great leaders for the profession and provide them with funds to assist them in meeting their career goals. Head over to eatrightiowa.org for more information. And now, let's get on with the show. Hey, everyone. Today, we have with us Rachel Sweeney. Rachel serves as a program specialist with ISU Extension and Outreach's Answer Line. She answers consumer questions related to the home and family. She has also had several other roles as an RD, which she will tell us about, too. Hi, Rachel. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Allison. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So I like to always have a, you know, kind of a little warm up question here. So do you have a memory of when you first became interested in nutrition? I did. You know, I think it was kind of a natural progression for me. I grew up on a farm in southeast Iowa. So I was around food production uh, from a very early age. Um, and when I got into fourth grade, I was a member of 4-H and I continued that through my senior year of high school. And so in that program, you have the opportunity to experience a variety of project areas. And I had some animal projects. So I had some, um, beef cattle that I would raise and bring to the fair to show as well as pigs. Um, and then a variety of non-animal projects as well, including food and nutrition, communications. Um, And so I did some projects during my time in 4-H. I did a whole wheat bread. um, And then my my great aunt had some cholesterol concerns. And so I did a comparison of some cookies made with a a healthier fat uh, plant stainol, as I now know, margarine substitute, and did some comparisons of textures and quality of the product. And so just that learning from a young age got me interested in food. Um, And I didn't realize at the time that that is a field of study, you know, how what you um, consume, you know, influences your risk for disease. And and uh, originally, I was actually planning to go to Simpson College um, and study elementary education. And this was probably my junior year in high school because um, I knew I loved teaching. And uh, I taught CCD, a catechism class that, that school year. And that was with, I think, first grade students and realized well, that takes a lot of energy. I don't know if that's quite my skill set. And so I was like you know, dietetics seemed like the perfect mesh of my passion of being able to teach and also um, teach others about nutrition. So that's kind of how I ended up um, in the diet and exercise program at Iowa State. I had been to um, Iowa State many times for 4-H conferences. My dad was an alumni and uh, it, it just felt like my home away from home and being the only dietetics program in the state of Iowa, um, that made it a fairly straightforward choice for me as well. 
And I love that you've been really into nutrition your whole life. You've been training to be a registered dietitian your whole entire life. And I like that you, the whole farm experience is so important. I know that so many people, especially if they don't live in a rural area, don't even recognize or realize, I guess, where their food comes from. So what a gift that you've had to be trained to be a registered dietitian your whole entire life, Rachel. Yes. And I don't think at the time I realized how lucky I was to be so close to production agriculture. Like you mentioned, many, many, you know, only I think two or 3% of the world is uh, involved in agricultural production. So, you know, just Mm -hmm. many people, that's not where their profession lies. And so, you know, by nature, they, you know, aren't around it. So they probably don't know as much about it. And so um, I really enjoy bringing those two worlds together. Oh, sure. And so what was your pathway to dietetics? What type of job had along the way? Sure. So after I attended um, Iowa State University, I did my dietetic internship at Vanderbilt University Medical Center in Nashville, Tennessee. I've always loved country music and um, they had a great program there that was also within my budgetary guidelines. I was just getting out of grad school and finishing my master's. So I, I wasn't able to afford, um, you know, top dollar and they had a kind of split, uh, emphasis between community and clinical nutrition. And my heart was kind of always leaning more towards community. So I liked that they had equal, fairly equal amounts of time split between, between those two disciplines. Um, after I finished my internship, I came back to Iowa and I took my a registered dietitian exam. And then uh, I was kind of like, okay, now what? And so um, I was fortunate enough to um, find a temporary position with Iowa State University Extension and Outreach in Central Iowa, um, assisting Jody Gatewood, who many of you probably know, a um, uh, former president of the Iowa Academy. And she was transitioning to the role that she has now um, on campus. Uh, with a Bite Live Healthy program. And so she essentially just needed some extra manpower to help with her childcare trainings and um, serve safe and other food safety classes that she had lined up. And so I kind of shadowed her and then took over teaching some of her courses. Um, so I did that for about six months. And then a um, field specialist position Uh, opened up in Eastern Iowa, where I'm originally from. And so I served as a nutrition and wellness specialist with ISU Extension and Outreach for almost seven years, uh, doing a variety of programs, um, childcare trainings, food safety classes with um, food establishment owners, uh, a lot of work around food preservation, so canning workshops. Um, And then I got to work a little bit on the Pick a Better Snack program and um, helping train educators to deliver that curriculum. So I really love that role. Um, But I met my husband during that time, and uh, he is from a farm as well. And those are not easily moved um, from the north central area of Iowa. And so um, I I left that role and um, transitioned to work um, for Hy-Vee in the Fort Dodge and Webster City stores. Uh, for a little bit. Um, 
and then and I was part of that downsizing um, that happened uh, with the company uh, right before COVID hit. So you don't always know what's going to be as much as you plan, which I know we love to do as dietitians. You don't really know what what is going to be on your path, and so <clears throat> um, that unexpected turn of events actually turned into something really great, and I was able to get back into um, ISU Extension and Outreach in the 4-H department. Um, working with a school wellness program called SWITCH, um, School Wellness Integration Targeting Child Health. Um, so I was a um, the coordinator of that program for about two years uh, during COVID. So that was really interesting figuring out um, how to convert a lot of our training to online platforms. Um, and we also at that time um, had a partnership with the Iowa Heart Foundation um, so we expanded some of our heart health resources and education to youth. Um, and a new partnership we had just formed was with uh, Delta Dental and talking about the connection between nutrition and oral health. Um, so I really love that role. But then again, another life change occurred. Um, and I was expecting um, our son, Thomas. And uh, the opportunity for the job I have now came available. Um, so I get to work part-time still for ISU Extension, but with a service called Answer Line in the Human Sciences um, Department, and uh, get to work part-time and remote, which is really nice. I, I live not quite an hour from Ames, so commuting um, was a lot with a little one. So um, that's kind of how I got to where I am now. You've had a bulk of your experiences then with ICU extension, it sounds like, but just in different areas. Right, right. Yes. And there's, you know, amongst the kind of four major um, program units within extension. So there's ag and natural resources, 4-H, human sciences and communities. Um, food is kind of a common connector, right? Like food touches all of us in different ways. And so it's, it's really nice that my um, training as a dietitian helps prepare you to work in a variety of settings, even within the same organization. Yes, so very true. And that's like for you, because I've been with Iowa State for over 10 years now, and I'm across campus, but I can still, because I love being on campus, but just in a different role. So can you tell us more about what the answer line is? Sure. So answer line is a um, service that actually began in 19, let me check my notes here, but I believe it's 1975. Um, and it was actually began by a woman named Mary Jo Williams. Um, it was part of her thesis in graduate school. And she had this idea um, that consumers could help get their questions answered more quickly um, by referring them to this toll-free number um, rather than having the extension specialist in the the county or the area that they lived in answer their questions because often they're busy doing those programs that I mentioned I was doing earlier when I lived in Eastern Iowa. So food safety education and food preservation workshops. Um, and so this was a quicker way for consumers to get their questions answered. Um, and so they did a, a pilot of this um, as part of her thesis. And it was such a success that they stopped the trial and answer line began. And so from that day forward, um, the service has existed and um, about two thirds of our calls are food related in some form or fashion. So um, many of the women that 
uh, work on the team along with myself are have a strong knowledge in um, food and nutrition. And uh, we field anywhere between 16 and 18,000 um, calls and or emails um, a year. So we have quite a volume um, of, of questions that we get from um, consumers. It's a toll-free service that anyone in Iowa or um, we actually also have the contract for Minnesota. So anyone in Iowa or Minnesota, Minnesota can reach us um, at no charge. We have a, a phone number that's open during the work week, and then we also have an email address. Um, and then there's a national extension system uh, portal called Ask Extension, so individuals can submit their questions through through uh, that portal as well. And and then we also have a presence um, on social media and a blog where we try to post um, information um, on relevant topics. And you've been doing some projects with. Um this as well, right? Can you tell us about some of the videos that you've done? Yes, yes. So um, I've had the opportunity to kind of try some new things with um, AnswerLine. I will say many of our callers are older adults, and so we're trying hard to um, help reach younger audiences um, that maybe traditionally haven't utilized our service. Um, And so we're trying to highlight some of the topics um, that people can call us with questions on. And so one of the new things I've started doing um, is some short videos. My first one um, is on baby proofing your house, which I've had firsthand experience with these last couple months, uh, realizing everything that your child can get into that you don't think they can. Um, And so I've been uh, kind of filming what we've been doing with that. And so those will be released soon on our social media. Um, Like I mentioned, we also have a blog. So I just wrote a blog post on countertop dishwashers, um, which we recently purchased because we were having trouble keeping up with all our dishes and um, also did a post on baby led weaning and kind of how we approach that with our son. Um, But my colleagues also are very knowledgeable and have many topics on canning and food preservation and food safety, home equipment. Um, And so we want everyone to know that we are a resource, and um, so if, if the, the individuals you work with have questions in these areas, feel free to send them our way and help free up some of your time that you have. Yes, and what I'll do is I will put all the information for the answer line in our show notes, the website, um, the blog, social media, and all of that, so folks can easily um, find that and refer on to other people, so that's wonderful. So um, this is part of our educational series that we're doing through the podcast so other healthcare professionals can, because, uh, you know, like you said earlier, Rachel, that we have such a diverse area that we work in, um, so many different things, and so we can't be experts on everything. And so we feel this is a way to be able to give back to our membership where they can listen to these podcasts, go in the show notes, find the resources, and be able to get connected that way. Do you have any other resources that have been instrumental to you along the way in your profession? I was thinking about this as I was preparing for our visit today. And one of the things that I think has been most helpful to me is serving as a preceptor for dietetics um, students and interns, um, I guess, particularly dietetic interns. 
I have learned so much, um, especially now being 10 years out from my internship experience. Uh, things in our profession change so quickly and just getting new, fresh ideas. So uh, that really was, you know, something that I would highly recommend for any dietitian to take on a um, an intern because it's really a valuable experience. Um, and I think it keeps you present and it keeps you um, kind of on the cutting edge in the profession. And also when they ask you questions, sometimes it gives you a chance to pause and think, yeah. oh, that, you know, what is the answer to that? Or how, why do I approach a client or a, a project this way? And so sometimes it makes you rethink, you know, am I really doing this the most efficient or research-based way? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that is one thing I would really recommend. And I absolutely love that because my previous role was working in the dietetic internship on campus here at Iowa State. And so um, we rely so heavily on other professionals such as you to be able to take interns. And so now in the current role that I'm in, I actually am on the other end where I'm the preceptor. And I couldn't agree with you more. I've had, um, so far, I've only had just one intern and I have another one coming next week. But, um, and so I was learning things too, because I, well, I've been a dietitian for 27 years, so it's been quite, (laughs) we, you know, of course you're continuing education, but um, learning what they're learning in the curriculum is always fun and keeps you on your toes for sure. So yeah, thanks. I love that. Is there any other resources here? Yes, I was thinking uh, another thing that was really beneficial to me, and this hasn't been a one-time thing. I've I've tried to take advantage of it whenever it's offered as media training, whether Mm -hmm. that be through the Iowa Academy or the the National Academy or your place of employment. I've probably done a half dozen different media trainings. And, you know, one of the things that we always are doing as dietitians, regardless of what sector you're working in is communicating, right? Mm -hmm. And so for us to do our job well, we really need to be able to communicate that message effectively, uh, whether it's in a written form or a verbal form, if you're talking to a large group in the public or just one-on-one with a client. And I think it's something we can always fine tune and improve. And so that's something I would really um, strongly recommend to anyone if, if it's made available to them. Um, Also shadowing others that you work with in maybe a related field. So for instance, when I was teaching ServeSafe classes, I spent a day shadowing a health inspector and going on several um, inspection visits with them because they are really the ones enforcing the food code. And and, in ServeSafe, I'm kind of teaching the highlights of that. But that really gave me a good perspective on on what that inspection looks like and what they're looking for. Um, And finally, I can't um, overstate the importance of handwritten thank you notes, uh, whether that be from uh, partners that you work with or clients um, or a mentor that you've been shadowing. I think that really goes a long way and it's not something that's as common now. So that's another thing that I think can set you apart from others. Yeah, I really like that. And I agree too. When I get a handwritten thank you, it just means so much. So thank you for sharing all those resources with us. I will get um, those items in our show notes for people too. So what is something you've learned over the years that you would 
that would be helpful for someone who is just starting out in the field of dietetics? Well, one of the things that was most helpful to me, and I know this is kind of a shameless plug, but <laughs> getting involved with the Iowa Academy or, you know, whatever state you're residing in, um, that really was a way for me to get connected right out of the gate. You know, doing my internship in another state, I didn't really have, you know, I went to school here, but those professional connections um, and a network across the entire state um, was really helpful for me. So I fairly early on became a media spokesperson. Um, And then also there was an opening on the the board and council for the secretary treasurer position. And I was encouraged to um, be on the ballot for that. And I was really unsure about it. And (laughs) shout out to Barb Fuller. She was my (laughs) quote unquote campaign manager, which essentially was just encouraging me to get on the ballot. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, that really just gave me the, like the inspiration, I guess, that I could do this. Um, and through my time in that role, I just learned so much. I mean, putting together a budget, um, estimating costs, writing concise and clear notes, getting details correct, Um, This is also around the time when we were becoming the self-publisher for the Simplified Diet Manual. And so learning from Monica Lewerson, how all of those pieces worked um, was just so helpful for me professionally. But then also personally, um, I lost my dad unexpectedly during that time. And that was, you know, members of the Iowa Academy were like some of my best support during that really challenging time. And then on the flip side, several years later, I got married and some of those same people were there um, to help celebrate reception. So, I mean, the, the, um, the members of this group have just been such an important part of my life. Um, And I, yeah, I'm just forever grateful for them. Um, So that this organization, I think would be something I would really recommend for anyone Um, It's also helped connect me to job possibilities. Um, After I unexpectedly lost my job with Hy-Vee, you know, there was uh, our president at the time was writing a letter um, talking about, you know, uh, the importance of dietitians across the state. And I had multiple dietitians who were kind of helping me find jobs uh, or job openings. Um, So it's really just this great network of people um, to help connect you uh, to opportunities and to just help improve your skills as a professional. Yes, and thank you so much for all your years to our Iowa Academy and to the profession as a whole. And it just so happens that we are starting to get or we need nominations for our new ballot. So that was perfect timing for you to say that as well. And um, thank you for that. Um, so a few other leadership opportunities I had through the Iowa Academy, I was able to serve as a liaison to Iowa State University Extension and Outreach. Um, So that was really wonderful because we were at the time doing some uh, webinars um, and kind of listening posts, if you will, across the state on food labeling and food ingredients. And so I already had this connection with dietitians in the area through the district dietetic association I was with. So that was a really great um, connection. And I had already built rapport with those individuals. 
Um, and then most recently, I served on the awards committee. And if you have not applied for awards, scholarship, or member career enrichment grant, make sure you do it. It's a, a great way for us to recognize our members and for you to get more out of your membership um, to support continuing education or um, a scholarship to help you go back to school. Um, and so I really enjoyed uh, my time on the awards committee as well. And um, that is a council position, so it wasn't quite as involved um, as the board. So if you're looking for something as a way to still be involved, but you don't maybe want as much commitment that's on the board, I would encourage you to look into those council positions as well. Yes, boy, you sure have done a lot. You've done um, so many different positions on board and council for sure. Well, after a while, you kind of eventually figure out how they all fit together. <laughs> you know, when I was on the, as a treasurer, you know, that was like my first role in and, you know, so each of these like committees has a part of the budget, right? And mm -hmm. I was like, what are these plaques that the awards committee had? And now I understand, you know, like, oh, they award them to their, uh, the award winners every year at the annual meeting and just, you know, all the pieces start to fall into place, but um, you have lots of great mentors there. Um, Ruth Litchfield, the current director, uh, was my major professor in school, and she, ha I think, has a great vision for our organization. Um, the board is there, and the um, director is there to help help make sure that you do your best. Yes, and um, I've had several positions as well, not as many as you, and I think it leads up to then being president at some point. And so once you have your children raised, you can come back and be president. <laughs> <laughs> well, Allison, you know, you deserve a huge kudos and thank you because that is a, that is a big lift to serve as president. I have not, not um, put my name in the hat yet for that role, but uh, I know you and Jody and all of the others before you that have um, use that to help advance our profession. I really appreciate that. Oh, thank you. I appreciate you thanking me. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have, well, of course you have interest besides dietetics. I know a lot of us though, it seems like dietetics and our outside interests really weave together. Um, what about you? What other interests do you have? Well, for the last 11 months, almost 12, it's um, been fairly consumed and in, in a good way by our, our son, Thomas. Um, he's been so much fun. So lately, a lot of my time has been spent planning his meals and trying new foods with him. And so that's been really fun for me and my husband as well, because I think sometimes you get in this rut or routine of what you're eating. So that's really pushed us to kind of try some new foods. Yes. Um, but also I, I like doing things outside walking. Um, my husband and I did a half Ironman this past summer. I, I was only, I was part of a relay. So I just did the swim leg and he did all three events. Um, but that was certainly a challenge. Mm -hmm. Um, but a, a good kind of, um, goal to work towards together. Sure. And then, uh, we have a small garden and so I, uh, enjoy doing food preservation and canning and then kind of our latest project. We, um, recently purchased, uh, five heads, 
five head of cattle and uh, we're hoping to grow our herd a little bit um, and have a pasture now for those to um, graze on during the summer months. And we will soon be moving into where my husband grew up. Um, and so we have lots of remodeling ahead of us. Um, his uh, grandpa built the house in the 1950s and most of the interior still looks like that. So we're, <laughs> we're working on um, giving it a little bit of a facelift and kind of making it our own. Oh, that is so neat. I really love that. You certainly are busy. It's yes, I'm, uh, it, I'm busy, but you know, that that's kind of one of the nice things about my current role is I'm, you know, 60% time. So I have a little more time to do some of these other projects. Yeah. And that's so important too. So what can people do to get a hold of you if they have any questions? Answer line is on social media. Um, and so we'd love for you to follow along or ask us questions. Um, we're on Facebook and it's just answer line or on Instagram. Uh, it's ISU answer line. And, uh, or you can always shoot us an email, um, answer at iestate.edu. And our toll-free number is uh, 1-800-262-3804. And then uh, myself personally, um, I am on Instagram and Twitter, although I will admit I don't, I'm not a regular poster on Twitter. Um, <laughs> but my uh, hashtag on both of those is size RD, so C-Y-S underscore rd uh, that's also the license plate on my car so if you see that <laughs> anywhere you'll know that that's me oh. driving it's not size ride it's size registered <laughs> dietitian <laughs> well do you know what my license plate says i don't it's what's an iowa state you know colors and it says um dietitian but it's spelt diet t s h n <laughs> oh i'll have to look for that you know because until you get into the like license plate system, some things are kind of picked over and there's only what eight characters. So you have to be kind yes. of creative. Yes. <laughs> a lot of times people will look at it and then if I get out of my car, they're like, I do not know what that says. I go just try. <laughs> and then once they sound it out, they get it. So, oh, that's, I will, I'm going to look for that at the annual meeting this year. <laughs> yes. Well, Rachel, it was great getting to know you better. And this is like one of the great benefits of interviewing so many people. I mean, I've known you for several years, but I learned so much about you today. And so thank you, Rachel. Well, thanks for having me, Allison. I've really been enjoying hearing the other interviews you've done as well. Thank you. That concludes our show for today. Remember to take some time each and every day to celebrate you. Thank you for joining us today. Be sure to check the show notes or eatrightiowa.org if you're interested in learning more about the Iowa Academy. You will find important updates, resources, continuing educational opportunities, many of which are free, job postings, and more. Thank you for listening. The Iowa Academy of Nutrition Dietetics, the real nutrition experts.